Hello. Hello. And welcome to Hi, John. Limited Appeal. This is season what, seven? Yeah. <laughs> wow. um, this is episode Snow Boobs. <laughs> this is for all the ladies up there. That's right. So I have a couple topics that appeal more to females. In a limited way? Um... <laughs> No, well, in our usual, in our usual way, like no different from our other topics, but less poop talk. Well, maybe not. We'll see where it goes, right? <laughs> Enjoy it. And uh, who's the who's the DJ? Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Name five things that are beautiful, no matter what they say. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to know what the fuck you're getting at with this. Are you saying? Well, that's because you're a guy. You gotta, you gotta think more like a woman. I think. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you should give us an example. Yeah, that'll help. Christina Aguilera. Is it Aguilera? <laughs> She's beautiful no, no matter what they say. Well, is it no matter... Okay, because the way you said it, it should be that she's beautiful no matter what she says. Uh, no, that's her song. Okay. See, this is ambiguous to people who don't know pop culture. Yeah, no, I know the song. But I think when you said it initially, you said things that are beautiful no matter what they say, which is ambiguous as to whether it's the thing saying something or what oh, I see that's oh. funny. <laughs> yeah. Which is why we were all confused. We're like, okay, so and that was Luke's question was so the things are saying things? Anyways. But I th- I think they is referring to, you know, the kind of just that the so general public, the assholes of the world. Things, yeah. things that are beautiful no matter what People's the world has to say about it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Christina is beautiful. Yes. Do people say she isn't? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They're ruthless towards her. Yeah. (laughs) No roofing. (laughs) Complete lack of ruth. (laughs) Okay, so so she's one. We got a sort of a freebie there because she told us so. (laughs) That's true. So I think we probably have to accept that one. How about how about a hailstorm? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not I, sure. I, I can dig a hailstorm. That's yeah, a, I really like a hailstorm. I don't know if I would call it beautiful, but uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Well, small hail. <laughs> Why is that more beautiful? Well, because big one. It's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. The small one still be beautiful. Well, but not yeah. But I think not everyone. Well, I guess, yeah, no matter what they say. Hmm. Yeah, it's probably most people <laughs> to say otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, so I have one, but you're going to have to, like, roll with me on this one, because you're going you're gonna to want to protest, and that, <laughs> I think, is just going to prove the point, because you're going to be part of the naysayers. Right. If cockroaches, cockroaches are beautiful. Yeah, I'm definitely on the they in this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially those hissing ones you showed me. 
So I, I admit the ones that live in houses are kind of nasty. But if you go out into nature, like a wild cockroach in the jungle, they can have really pretty colors. And their faces are just like a praying mantis. It's really That's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't think that a praying mantis had such a beautiful face, but I'm not, uh, I'm not an insect guy. So If you said praying mantis, you would have had me. Not the face. But the whole face. <laughs> well, what a body those things have. Um, my fir- the first thing that uh, that crossed my mind when you said, you know, the ones in houses are definitely nasty. Yes, definitely agree with that. But then there are these ones in the jungle, and I'm thinking, aren't those just ones living in someone else's house? <laughs> I mean, it's a good point. Do you, do, all, do you think all the other animals think of cockroaches in the jungle the way that we think about cockroaches in houses? They're just like, oh, fuck those things. Get that out of here. Don't <laughs> step on it. Or That totally Ooh. makes sense. Huh. Well, I think in fairness, probably some animals in the jungle actually eat cockroaches, so they're probably pretty, yeah. I think they're pretty beautiful. Yeah, tasty. Yeah. I guess I've never really uh, had this kind of affinity for cockroaches, but, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, I, it kind of sounds like this topic, you could say whatever the fuck you want. So I don't feel we're, we're really uh, doing this ladies' edition thing much justice. I've got one that everybody will agree on. Okay, hurricanes. Okay, so go, like, Google picture of hurricane. Like from space. Yeah, like radar images. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They look like snow boobs. They're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, they look like what? Like snow boobs. Yeah. Snow boobs. What the fuck is a snow boob? Well, look at the pictures. Yeah. You're saying, well, I've seen a picture of a hurricane, but I I don't know. I guess maybe that's uh, that's just where your brain is at 24-7, eh? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, anything round. Yeah. Well, look, it's even got the nipple on it, for crying out loud. Well, there's only one of them. <laughs> when you see a picture of two beside each other. Actually, something else I recommend <laughs> is actually Google image snow boobs, and it's even better. <laughs> there's a lot of snow boobs online. Wow. Very funny. <clears throat> We're going to drive that into the top Google terms for the day. <laughs> that is oh. a great thing. <laughs> one of somebody... Like somebody buried in the snow with like somebody else reaching into the snow crotch or something there. Oh, yeah. You can't see that? Yeah. That's fucking weird. Anyways. Okay, so snow boobs. So that, what's that, three? That's three. Oh no, four if we count cockroaches, although we were a little torn on that one. Yeah, yeah. No, I think we're good. I think that fits nicely into the no matter what they say. Okay. That's what? What was that? <laughs> I have another one, but, uh, you know, I've been kind of monopolizing this one. That's fine. Go for it. Okay, how about Quasimodo, the uh, hunchback of Notre Dame? Yeah. Although I guess he was a little fucked up, but... Uh, <laughs> Depends what you mean by beautiful, I guess. But, like, his, his uh, loyalty to the to the woman in, in the story is quite beautiful. There we go. You are beautiful. Don't you 
segment. It's called Elucidate This. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to read a poem, and we're going to analyze it and describe what it means, kind of find its deeper meaning. Okay. Nice. The poem is called When Beauty Be Measured. When beauty be measured, yours be the quintessential jewel, universal, expanding every rhythm of time inhabited, every space courted, every imagination conjured, yours be mandated beauty's barometer for adoration. If the world itself be transformed into an entity, would crane its neck to see dearest you, my ultimate valentine. The end. Yeah, the end. So we're supposed to say who wrote it or what? No, no, it's not a contest. This is an intellectual exercise to talk about the poem, how it makes us feel, what we feel it's about. This sounds like the lamest fucking segment ever. But uh, <laughs> So what, first of all, who wrote this? That's what we should be guessing is we should be getting who wrote it and what did they write it about. <laughs> yeah, that's way better than the original <laughs> segment. <laughs> I say it was written by Warren, <laughs> and he wrote it about his cock. <laughs> Check out Beauty's Barometer. <laughs> so, next, who's next? I think a tree wrote it to another tree. Oh. Wow. I was going to say David Suzuki, but it's just, uh, it's, it's not cool enough. What kind of tree are we talking here? Just a big regular brown tree with green leaves. A brown tree. Okay, so this isn't who's that bird. He doesn't have to describe what it is. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, so, uh, Luke, what's, what, what are you figuring here? So, <laughs> I was going to try to be a smartass. Oh, no, fuck. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, it's ruined for me now. I can't participate anymore. I'm sorry. Okay. So he knows no that he knows the definitive answer. Yeah, well, he sent it to me. That's why he knows. <laughs> but I don't even have to Google it then. You can, I don't think Googling would get this up for you. <laughs> it did in the second page. <laughs> it took me a long time to search it. Oh. Like, oh. So the answer is Louis Lawant. <laughs> no way! <laughs> oh, my God. Man, we're so harsh on this guy. What's? <laughs> well, we thought we'd bring bring the ladies out for him. Wow. Well, I don't think that's going to help. You should replace it with something that doesn't suck so much. <laughs> Say that he wrote that. If anyone is out there doesn't know what we're talking about, we did an episode called Interviews with Toast, where we featured Louis Lewant's book, uh, some, something about Lewin. God. Conversations with God or something. Lewin. Lewent, sorry. Yeah, you're right. And uh, we, we weren't very complimentary at the time because the book was very awful. And uh, <laughs> we, thought, we thought we'd try the poem. <laughs> you know, i got to say, this poem is way better than his book. Yeah, well, he set the bar pretty fucking low, didn't he? <laughs> I don't even know what this says. I keep looking at it. I don't know what it even means. Something about beauty, apparently. Yeah. yeah. It does sound like it was written in the Middle Ages, back when that might have been cool. Yeah, except that it, you know, not by a good poet in the Middle Ages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It seems to be a gay poem, too, because he talks about a mandate. That's why I thought Warren wrote it. Hey! <laughs> I think actually T-Bone was closest with the tree thing, because there's a lot of nature talk and stuff. Yes! 
So, so John gets the reach around. Are you <laughs> There's a couple of funny things on this website when I found it. The first one is, it says rated G by the author, to contrast with his X-rated poems, I guess. Yeah. Well, that'll be our next uh, episode, I think. <laughs> Get some of that X-rated stuff out there. But the, the ladies don't want to hear that. No. So what, is the, what is the site that you're finding this on? I found this on authorsden.com. There's another poem called Love's Barometer, which is number 15 on the popular list. Do you think you just, is it that one? No, it's by Jerry Bolton. Must be Michael's brother. Maybe we should read that. Maybe it's really good. <coughs> Shall I? Yeah. I yeah. Well, it's, it's quite fucking long. Well, just read like a few. Bars. Yeah, read like the first two lines. <laughs> it's important to note there are no capitals anywhere. I think this is. Oh, really this is funny. like E.E. E. Cummings. He's just cumming all over his poem. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, okay. This is called The Love Barometer. <clears throat> Midnight Moonbeams, My Company. Thinking of the day just ended, constellations offer encouragement. Remembering passions spent. Jesus, this one isn't rated G. Stars banded together for an a cappella serenade to my goddess. Man, it goes on forever, eh? Yeah, no, that's more than enough, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it kind of got me excited, I gotta say. Am I the only one? Oh, this is way cool. Clouds moved in, covering up her future. Hail like large marble. See, hail? Yeah. And then further down, a hurricane blew into our world, screaming, all is lost, all is lost, blah, blah, blah. This poem is beautiful, no matter what they say. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's the end of the show. Right, so uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. You made it. <laughs> to hear more episodes, go to our website at limitedappeal.net. And you can subscribe to our podcast on the iTunes Music Store. Just search for Limited Appeal. And if you want to send us a message, email us at maskedman at limitedappeal.net. In case you were expecting something, this is what you get. By the way, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> well, there you go, ladies. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat>